Welcome to Becoming Iconic, a global multimedia and mentorship brand that will lift you into having the most exceptional lifestyle and business. I am your host, Jen Spiegel, and as a mom of four, a seven-figure high-performance mentor, editor of a magazine, and the host of this top podcast, I have a lot to share with you. This podcast has been created to talk about all of those things that will support you in both your life, business, as well as leadership. I believe in having a life and business that gives you ultimate fulfillment, and this gets to be your reality. That's why most conversations here will shift many of the paradigms that you've likely been participating in. Be ready to be stretched in both your thinking and in your doing. You will hear advice and wisdom from my 16 plus years of experience building businesses globally alongside of raising a family. And you'll also hear from many other industry moguls. Don't forget to follow on your favorite social media platform. It's simply Becoming Iconic. And while you're there, check out the most recent edition of the Becoming Iconic magazine. I just want you to know something. You're in the right place. And I want to thank you for being here. So today is a leap year, a blessing, a God wink, an extra moment, a time of contemplation and reflection. There's so much to be said about a leap year. And I hadn't put any emphasis on this until I was immersed in my mentor, Melanie Ann Layer's world over the last week, where she's really brought the light around what the significance of this means. And I really sat with it for myself and, and reverse engineered, you know, the last four years and what has happened and it took my breath away. And I want to share the story with you as a source of inspiration and then prompt you into your own reflections and meaning around this for yourself. Because I really believe that so much of our lives are spent around the now, like wanting that thing now, this sense of unnecessary urgency in all parts of our lives. I want the perfect marriage now and I want to have the perfect body now and I want to be making that kind of money now and I want clients flooding into my DMs and I want it now, 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 now. So this urgency of the now. Then we have this, okay, well, if I'm giving myself a little grace, by the end of the year, if I don't have these things, then, you know, what, the return on investment isn't there or I'm not where I should be and I'm going to judge that and make it wrong. And then sometimes we even give ourselves the permission to say, all right, all right, you know what? I'm going to allow myself to think 10 years from now. Like in 10 years from now, if you want to cast that net wide and cast a big vision for yourself, it's like, this is what I see for myself. It's like that vision of like, could you imagine like, oh shoot, that vision that like sparks energy in you so that when the now isn't happening or the years gone by and you're not where you're supposed to be, you still have this you know, this softness too, but I, I see this for myself. It's like that glimmer of hope. What I found by looking at this is four years can condense time and stretch time all at the same time. There's a lot of times in that sentence, but do you see what I say there? It's like it stretches time. So it moves you past this. It's got to happen now or it's got to happen a year from now. It stretches but it also condenses, meaning it's pulling in that bigger version into like, wow, what could I create in four years from now? That feels more tangible. That's something I think I could even touch. And today matters towards four years from now. Like what I do right in this moment matters. It stacks towards four years from now. So today is such a blessing. 
And as I was listening to Melanie share her story, what really floored me was how many similarities we actually have. It's eerie in certain ways, but radically different results, different outcomes, different everything, but a lot of similarities. And what that also taught me as I contemplated on that was how available this is to all of us. It's not rare. It's not for the one. It's not for her. It's not just, oh, that person did. This is available to you if you actually wake up today and decide, I'm going to use this. Like I think of it like the diving boards that are really springy and you see the, the professional divers and they take a couple of jumps to really get the leverage and the height before they make their beautiful swan dive in, into the water and don't make a splash. I feel like that's what this is. We're on this springboard. We're launching into the most beautiful swan dive of our lives, of what we get to to create. So I, I think back to 2020, like, does that feel like a lifetime ago because of all that we've gone through, but at the same time, like a blink of an eye. It's so interesting how time is. And 2020, I opened up that year in Maui for 15 years in a row. I went to Hawaii and opened up my year. It was a, a practice I did every year. It's my like favorite place. And this time in 2020, I decided to take my two older children. My two older children are from another marriage, and I really wanted just to have alone time with them, like our smaller unit, the OGs of my life, and create this memory with them. I just wanted them to feel my full presence and for me to give that to them. And it was a great trip. We went, and they just had so much fun. It was like their first taste of really big independence. They were doing things on their own, and while they were out doing things on their own, here I was in the hotel room in Maui with this Yeti microphone recording audio for a podcast I thought I might launch. No idea what it was called, no idea what I was doing, but I was recording these stories and telling these these ideas and insights into a computer thinking maybe I'll launch a podcast. This was January of 2020. I come back from Maui refreshed, had the most gorgeous time with my kids. Something happens physically to me when I'm in Maui. There's there's this energetic field there. I don't I don't know how else to describe it. I even have a friend who has MS and when she's there, her symptoms disappear. It's like she her feet touch the ground of Maui and her symptoms and all the 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 aches that she has when she's home just they go. It's like it's like it's a miracle. You have to see it to believe it. It's it's absolutely incredible and I firmly believe there's really big magic in Hawaii. There's just something that happens and everybody who goes can tell you. So I come back feeling so filled up. I land and 48 hours later, I take off to go to Laguna Beach. Laguna Beach was hosting a retreat. I joined this mastermind that I could not afford. I was $100,000 in debt. I had no idea what I wanted to do for a business, but I knew I wanted to do something other than what I was doing. I saw somebody who had left a similar career that I had and was doing you know, coaching and mentorship and teaching people to build businesses, and that felt like something I definitely knew I could do. So I hired her and joined her mastermind because she was my evidence at that time. I couldn't afford it. I had enough money to pay for the first three months. I was $100,000 in debt, so there was no backup plan. I was just very resourceful, and I firmly believed in myself. But what that... What that was, the belief on the other side of the feeling, I had no idea. But I played a win in my life and I will do anything and everything to, do, to, to figure it out. I'm just that person who figures things out. 
So I go off to Laguna Beach by myself. And I remember landing in Laguna Beach and getting a taxi to this beautiful resort where the retreat was being hosted. And I didn't know a soul. And I took myself to a spa that I could not afford, but I knew I needed to regulate my nervous system because I felt like an imposter. I felt like my introverted self was screaming, like, what am I going to do? Walk into the lobby? Like, I don't even know these people. They don't know me. What am I going to say? What are we going to talk about? I don't have a business. Like, I just felt so out of sorts. And I went to this massage and I remember thinking, I'm going to work the kinks out as they're working on my muscles and these knots in my muscles. I'm going to work out these kinks in the line that are holding me back so that I can enter this space with everything that I've got. And I remember thinking to myself, rather than walk into the lobby, this was the kink that was just so beautiful in the, in the massage that ended up being ironed out was, I'm going to go into this, like not only what can I get, but what can I give? I'm not going to go into this and think that they all know something I don't. I know something they don't. And I'm going to go in there and know that we are different, but the same. And I walked into that lobby with some swagger, some, some, confidence that I hadn't seen in myself, especially as an introvert and somebody who loves to be alone. You know, this was really uncomfortable for me, but I I ended up going, I sat beside the keynote speaker, wasn't planned. It just, everything started to fall into place. And during this mastermind, this second week of January in 2020, the word becoming, the words becoming iconic landed. I knew iconic was going to be in my company name, but it wasn't landing. I was like, ah, it's not it. I I didn't have the confidence or the posture at that time to own iconic. Like I wasn't iconic. I didn't even know what the iconic was. I just knew I wanted to do something different. But when I married it with the word becoming, with brainstorming with my mastermind friends and peers, it was like a full body moment of, yes, this is exactly what it's meant to be. It's the becoming that I know I can get behind because we all are. We're all on the journey of becoming and iconic is what does iconic mean to you? An iconic stay-at-home mom, an iconic businesswoman, an iconic marriage. Like it doesn't matter what the thing is. It's the becoming the best version of ourselves that every single one of us can align with. And so it landed. The last day of this mastermind, we're sitting around a fire and the the coach, the mentor who's hosting it says, I'd like you all to share your goals. And I remember being the first person around this campfire. And I remember not even thinking twice. It was just like, you know, sometimes you talk and it's like, I don't even know who that was. Like I, that was, that voice came from the ethers because <laughs> I don't know, but I said, Becoming Iconic is born when I leave here. It already is born, but it's going to be born publicly. I'm going to launch a podcast that is going to take the world by storm. And I'm going to launch an offering that serves people so well that it creates a six-figure launch of the gates. Now, here's something you need to know. I had never had a six-figure month in my entire life. The highest month I'd had at that point was around 30, maybe 35K. And I was making that kind of that range consistently between 20 and 30. So it was beautiful life, but that was, that was my glass ceiling. That was, I had never crossed that. So it was like tripling what the best had ever been. I had, didn't even know what the business fully was. I just, it just came out of me and I'll never forget this. I want to share this with you. It's really important information to the story. I remember the mentor looking at me and her eyes widening and I could tell she didn't believe me. I could tell she didn't know how to respond. I could tell she didn't want to be fake and be like, oh, yeah, it's so great. But that's what ended up happening. And she didn't believe what I proclaimed. And there's something that happens to me 
in my spirit when somebody thinks I can't do something. I've got an edge. That's my edge. And I love proving people wrong. And so I felt it in my bones. And this had happened to me in my past, different podcasts for a different day, but somebody else had not believed me when I proclaimed a big goal and I proved her wrong. I did something that is unexplainable in my business. Again, I'll I'll share that. I actually should share that story. I'll do that in another podcast. But I had that same feeling of like, oh, you doubt me. And because the conviction of those words, I hadn't thought about them. I was the first person. I didn't even know what, like how gentle we were going to be with our, our goals. You know, everybody kind of gauges their goals against one another. Nobody wants to be too big. Nobody wants to be too small. So I hadn't even had that dialogue in my brain. I just went. And I remember the people around me kind of snickering. And I then I remember feeling embarrassed. I remember thinking, oh my gosh, what did I just say? But also this this burn in my belly, this this knowing, this this fire that was like, it's going to happen. I left Laguna Beach, January 2020, to come home and launch a podcast completely independently. I got did find a podcast manager because that's one thing this girl's not going to do is technology. Found a podcast manager to edit it. Had no idea how to do a podcast. Had no idea what the strategy was. Had no support in that at all. But I did it. Two days after launching that podcast, it hit new and noteworthy. I was sitting with Tony Robbins, Grant Cardone, Rachel Hollis, Trent Sheldon, Mel Robbins. There's Becoming Iconic podcast in the new and noteworthy section. I have screenshots with all of these gurus, these icons within 24 hours of launching it. I can't explain to you the why or the how. It was magic. It was divine. It was perfect. Just two weeks after that, the world shut down. And that was not something I even knew could happen. I had no sense. I I don't listen to the news. I'm very disengaged from a lot of those things. So this was like a shock to me. And I remember thinking, well, we're stuck at home. I'm going to do something big. And I launched a program called VIP Icons. VIP Icons came out of the gates. I had no warm audience. Nobody really knew what I was doing. They knew I was doing a podcast, but that was about it. I hadn't built a brand. I hadn't launched a brand. I hadn't even really launched Becoming Iconic other than a podcast that was named Becoming Iconic. And I decided it's going to be called VIP Icons. Why? Because I want to create icons. I still do. Like I want to create icons in my life, like those iconic human beings that take the world and change it for the better. And I knew the VIP because I wanted to treat them so beautifully, like it was the best investment they'd ever made in their lives. And friends, that month, I hit a six-figure launch. It wasn't planned. There was no strategy. There was no rhyme and rhythm to what I was doing. But it was sheer conviction and knowing and trust. And that was four years ago. I didn't know that was a leap year. At least I don't remember knowing that. I don't remember thinking, this is leap year. I'm going to leap into a new business. Like I don't remember having that, even that that self-awareness at that time. But I do remember knowing that I I, I had to do it. I do remember feeling the, like the, the nudge from God. It was like, you got to do this. And I remember on my knees thanking God when the world shut down because I had been public speaking before that and thinking, oh my gosh, thank you for, you know, just guiding me to do this podcast. It took off. It's new and noteworthy. I mean, I was having thousands of, I I didn't even know who these people were. Who are these people? Where did they find me? Uh, Then launching this, this program, I didn't know who was going to buy it. And these people from my past 
people who I didn't even know were looking at me anymore, coming in and saying, I want to hire you, I want to hire you, and, and just surrounding myself with the most gorgeous human beings. I mean, these were aligned clients out of the gates, and it felt so divinely guided and cared for, and I felt so connected. And four years later, look at this. Look at the, the, the things that have happened. Multi, multi-million dollar company coveted magazine that's mailed all over the world. I think we're close to 70 countries now. 70 countries are reading and absorbing the Becoming Iconic magazine. I have had people who I didn't even know back in 2020, but who are absolute moguls, gurus, icons, iconic in their industries on the podcast like people who you're like you had a conversation with who those kinds of people on the podcast the podcast is still a top five percent podcast in life and business I have grown multiple services in my mentorship oh I started an agency (laughs) I started an agency so that I knew every client who was in my world was going to have a world-class experience and have iconic results and services done for them, that they were proud of their brands, that I set a new standard in the marketplace. Oh, and let's not forget, (laughs) let's not forget amongst all that, I hired an executive team. I now have a full-time team of people who wake up and are hungry and excited and passionate about building Becoming Iconic alongside of me. It's incredible what's happened. Never mind my personal life. Never mind what my children have experienced over the last four years. Never mind the trips, the house renovation, the the blessings. It makes me cry. It's like, it's it takes your breath away. But we have to be in contemplation and we have to recognize these things and sit with them to allow them to seep into our pores and to realize how amazing we're doing. But then to open up this next portal with that kind of inspiration and knowing and confidence and conviction for the next four. If what I did in the last four years is possible for me, it is most certainly possible for you and even more. Because I wasn't playing a four-year game. I just was doing the things. I was following my intuition. I was trying and being innovative and curious. I was allowing myself to fail at things. I was allowing myself to to just be inquisitive. I was allowing myself to really hone my skill. I was allowing myself to really define who do I love to work with. I was allowing myself to bring dreams to life. I was allowing myself to take childhood goals off the shelf and dust them off and bring them to life. I was willing to stand up again when my social media was taken from me and start from ground zero. That's it. You have that character. You have that within you. That's not special and unique to me. So what can we do in the next four years? What could we create? How I think about this, because sometimes it's, I don't know if I can piece it together perfectly. I don't know if there's like a picture I can hold in my brain. I'll age myself and I did. I aged myself four years and I aged my kids, each of my kids four years and thought like, where are they going to be? What are they going to be doing? Oh, I can't even like, this is like getting me at the heartstrings. My oldest two will be done their post-secondary. Like that's wild. What? I'll have like grown ass adults as kids. That's going to be a really interesting thing. 
but they're going to be living their lives in a certain extent and, and finding their own footing and their own grounding. What's going to be required in our relationship? What, what can I hold? What can I prepare for that? Is it making sure I have a nest egg for them that if it's getting them started with investing in real estate or maybe they want to travel the world or what is it? Like how could I prepare for that, that, that chapter of their lives to be a mom that gets to support them as much as I can in that, that version? I think of my younger two. This is even more crazy. They're going to be in high school. My youngest will be in grade nine, first year of high school. And my youngest daughter and his older sister will be in grade 10, second year high school. They're going to be finding themselves a group of friends, learning about peer pressures. You know, they'll need me more than ever because trust me, I've been through teenage years. Those of you with young kids, those teenagers need to know that you're there for them and that your presence is available more than they ever will. I'm telling you, it's it's such a tender age in many aspects. They won't let you know it. <laughs> you won't feel it, but they do. And to know that, you know, we're going to be thinking about getting jobs and maybe they get their first car and, you know, do they want to go traveling with us still? What, what are the things I'm preparing for their post-secondary education? And then I think of myself, like, where did I see myself at that age? What's possible for me? What are what is happening in my marriage? Like, are we traveling alone? Are we traveling with kids? What what would happen if I allowed myself to do it all? What, what could I create with my husband? And I thought, oh, I'd love to have a second home. That winter months, I, I'm not always stuck here in the cold and the gray and the gloomy. We've always wanted to have this place we can escape to for however short or long we desire to go during the winter months. I'd love to create that. And all of a sudden, that spark, that glimmer of vision starts to build into a flame. And I realize that today stacks upon tomorrow, stacks upon year one, that stacks upon year two, that stacks upon year three, and that stacks upon year four. And all of a sudden, it will be February 29th, 2028. And I want to look back at these next four years that I'm about to experience and have as much awe and wonder to be proud of myself, to know I did everything I possibly could. I squeezed every last drop out of it to, to be like, I didn't even know this was possible. That kind of wild, audacious, abundant success to be so present in all the things, to, to be open to what's possible. And something that Melanie said to me as we were talking, not to me, but to the mastermind I'm in that, that I thought was really such a, a, a nice wink is four years, we could also look at it as four seasons. So even if one of those years is a winter, one of those years isn't what we thought it was going to be. One of those years feels like there was a lot of shadow or, it, it, you know, things took us by surprise or there was some difficulties we had to work through. There's still three other seasons, three other years. And it helps you realize that it's not the end of the world if something comes up. It's a season. And we have these four years to grow into that season and grow out of that season and to carry the lesson with us. And that's going to hone us into the leader that we're meant to be. It's a leap year, friends. It's a portal. What are you going to do today to arm yourself with all the tools, the posture, the vision, the excitement the knowing, the confidence to walk through this portal. And also, what are you going to leave behind? What no longer fits? 
What is it like, thanks so much for the lessons, but this doesn't belong in the next four years. There's some of those things for me. And it's just such a beautiful reflection point, if anything. And it is also a huge accountability partner because life is short. It's made up of these four-year segments that stack upon one another. And I really want to look back now for the rest of my years in these leap year segments and go, wow, look what we did and look what we did and use each of these leap years as a marker moment where I made a decision, right? I chose to do more and be more and have more. And that to me is going to inevitably lead to a gorgeous, fulfilling life. Happy, happy leap year. Look back, celebrate everything that you've created over the last four. Take every lesson that you've learned. Forgive every person that needs to be forgiven. Leave behind everything that no longer belongs. And walk through this portal with your head held high, your heart ripped wide open, your eyes available to all that's possible. And give this the best shot and give yourself the best go. Happy Leap Year. Thank you so much for being here. Your time and presence means the world to me. If you would be so kind to leave a five-star review so more people can learn about becoming iconic, that would be such an act of generosity. And please go download and read the newest version of the Becoming Iconic magazine available at becomingiconic.co.co. Now let's go make it a great day.